Hi everyone, welcome back to Behind the Craft. I have here a lovely guest and we're gonna go over kind of like the backstory of finding her path and being a creative. And uh, here I have. Hi, I'm Dara, um, also known as Darabet on Instagram and from my brand. So to get into it, um, the first question I have is, what was your thought process behind creating your Instagram handle? It's a great question. So Instagram was, thank you. <laughs> so when Instagram was created in like, what um, what year was it? It was like 20, 10, 20, 2009 or 2010 or something. Um, so like everyone was like randomly trying to think of their handles and no one really had a basis for like, what's cool? What should you make it, you know? And I didn't have any other, like, my Facebook name was my, just my name. And I didn't have Twitter. So I was like, I don't really know. So I just, um, I came up with Darabet, which is my first name and my middle name together. My uncle calls me, like, Darabet when he sees me. And I've literally never changed it. <laughs> and that, that honestly became my brand name because I just didn't feel like running multiple Instagram accounts and I didn't feel like changing it. So my, my whole brand is based off of my Instagram handle I created like 10 years ago, <laughs> over 10 years ago. Do you ever see yourself changing your Instagram handle or kind of just keeping it the same? I feel like it's become so a part of me and it's now my brand name that I, I want to keep it just for continuity and ease and it also just feels like so authentic to me that I had never I never really took the time to like think of this elaborate brand name or you know what I mean like my brand is me and I feel like it is it just comes through so naturally that way so I'll probably keep it okay sounds good um, my next question is when did you realize your passion for fashion and curating so, right after college, my first job was uh, in retail, and I always, like, enjoyed style, and I enjoyed, like, dressing a little quirky, but I didn't really feel like I had a, a real point of view for myself. But when I was working in retail, I started to manage, like, the product and visual merchan merchandising side of things, and that's when I realized I loved putting looks together and dressing mannequins and helping people find outfits and um, finding ways to like make you know make things on the on the store floor or in the closet like work together so I think that's really what sparked it uh, but my whole life I've been like the kind of person that is just likes to dress a little bit weird or you know just do things a little bit differently okay has anyone or anything inspired you to even, like, become an entrepreneur yourself? Oh, yeah. I mean, so my um, entrepreneurship runs in my family. My, um, my dad's grandfather started a business, and that business has, like, been kept through my family now. It's in its fourth generation. So uh, entrepreneurship has been, like, something that's always been on my brain it's and I majored in it in college um but I I I actually like started not going that path after college 
So I think what inspired me truly to like branch off and start my own thing is um, I realized how unhappy I was in a job that like seemed and sounded really cool from the outside. I was doing, I was working in corporate fashion. I was working for Levi's, which is an amazing, iconic brand. And when I would describe my job to people, they would be like, that sounds so cool. You know, it sounded like so glamorous. And I was like, no, it actually sucks. Like, I hate it. I don't get to express myself. I feel like, you know, I'm like a a player in someone else's video game. Right. And um, so after a few years, I, I was able to put all those ideas together and realize that if I really want to express myself and if that is important to me, then like being on my own and having my own brand is is the way to do that okay Okay. that sounds cool yeah and I think that's like really important when you kind of discover that about yourself and you're able to really kind of put I guess some things on the line to work on your passion Mm -hmm. and to like to make that your reality basically yeah yeah um would you say that you prefer to like dabble into different things or um you kind of have like a main focus for where you're going like i know that you have started your custom necklace line Mm -hmm. yeah um so that's definitely what i'm focused on right now and uh if we if we just look at like the last year and a half of like starting my brand i've been I've already done, like, a few different things. So I definitely have, like, creative ADD, for lack of a better word. And um, I just always want to be able to honor that. And I want to create based off of, like, what is, like, lighting my soul on fire and what's truly inspiring me in the moment. And those things are always changing and evolving. So the reason that I... That I created my brand like from my own name is so that I have the ability to change and move and I can make my creations like a true reflection of me and what I'm into and I didn't want to pigeonhole myself into like oh I I do x or this brand is a clothing brand like I'm always going to be evolving so I think having that awareness has helped me like navigate and position my myself and my brand in a way that's like okay to always be into different things and try new things okay um and then with that said what's your creative process behind curating oh my gosh that's such a broad question um like creating what specifically well we can use like your necklace line for instance okay um so it's a pretty <laughs> it's pretty in depth in terms of like all the information that I try to collect about who I'm creating for. So when I started out, I you know, I was getting commissioned by like people that I know. So um I use like all the information I know about them just as my friend or colleague or peer. And then, you know, I'll, I'll ask a series of questions based off of like uh, colors and look and like what you know feelings they want to emulate through the piece um, 
But as I've grown, like I'm getting commissioned by people that I've never met before. And some sometimes I that we don't even have any friends in common. So there's like quite a long, lengthy like conversation, usually over Instagram or email. And I have so many questions to ask them and um, they, they range anywhere from like basic, like, oh, what are you thinking in terms of color? Do you like gold or silver hardware? Um, like, do you want any initials or numbers or symbols? But sometimes, you know, people are like, oh, my, my, my angel numbers or my favorite number is like 555. And I'm like, well, what does 555 mean to you? What is that representing at this point in your life? And the more they explain to me, the more I can extract, like, other ideas for what to put into their piece. So it's a very, like, non, non-linear uh, process. And I just I super enjoy, like, the, uh, the practice of, like, conversing with someone, learning, you know, everyone has something to, like, teach and offer. So I get to learn things about myself through that process, but I also get to, like, learn how how beautiful other people's minds are and um, it challenges me to like find abstract ways to represent people okay yeah that seems like a very interesting and cool process and I definitely agree that we all have something to like learn from each other Mm -hmm. um, and something to just offer Mm -hmm. yeah Um, what struggles have you experienced while maintaining your business so far oh my gosh my my biggest one is definitely like consistency on social media. I have such a, a difficult relationship with social media and um, the, the like ecosystem of like making something and then posting it and then when I post it I always get new business is like I know that that's true and so every time I post I'll get like so many new orders and it's a great ecosystem but my my desire and the energy that I that I want to put towards like creating content and posting it is like so inconsistent so I'll go weeks without posting something and meanwhile I've made 10 new necklaces and I think they're beautiful but like I just don't feel like posting them I don't want to create a collage or a whatever and so that's like my main struggle. I, d- I deal with it every day. I'm like debating on whether to outsource that stuff because I just don't, I don't want to do it. I don't feel connected to it. And then when I do feel like doing it, it takes me so long because I'm creating my own content and um, <laughs> it's my biggest challenge by far. Okay. Um, are you inspired by certain brands or other creatives? I definitely feel inspired by other creatives and other people in just like different sectors of life. So I try not to like um, benchmark other other brands because we all have our own path and you know I'm not trying to be um, someone who like does a lot of volume or like is has the most attention on social media like it's not my goal so what I do is uh like I'll read books and watch a lot of like old interviews of people from different um like industries and uh art practices so like I love learning about um I'm gonna put it in 
Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, like old architects and like, you know, for instance, like the Bauhaus um, are things that I'll like often go study. And when I study someone who is has gone through their own process of like creating and doing like unprecedented things I learn stuff about myself and my own practice right but it it's honestly more enjoyable for me to learn when it's not like a paralleled industry or craft does that make sense yeah so I'm not like ooh, what are other jewelry makers doing right no I want to learn about like like I said painters and sculptors and architects and things like that right okay yeah I think that's definitely important. Um, I think especially now since it's kind of easy for people to like sample or have things that are very similar. So like the authenticity and originality of the work isn't there as much. Yeah, that's such a good point. I mean, I already feel like there's a lot of people out there that do similar things to what I'm doing I mean I can definitely tell the difference but if I'm only consuming that content and looking at them obviously our ideas are going to fuse and my work would reflect theirs or vice versa so when we're able to like step outside of our own immediate realm and consume and learn and study the way people's minds work and how they apply it to their craft versus just like something so similar I think that's what really sparks and keeps the keeps the like energetic currency of the authenticity and like and just creating stuff that hasn't existed before yeah I definitely agree um have you thought of collaborating with other creatives for a special project like for instance uh with your necklace line i know that you had collaborated with uh hella happy life before with the nike socks yeah yeah Yeah. so i um they like included my socks i made a special colorway for that for their box right um but to be honest with you with the necklaces and I'm, i'm making some other jewelry pieces too okay i feel like every custom that I do is a collaboration with that person because there's like such a in-depth conversation and experience that we create together we're getting to know each other I'm finding about I'm finding out about like intimate details about their life uh, learning about their journey and you know then eventually like with most people meeting up with them and like Mm -hmm. delivering their piece and watching them put it on for the first time so that all feels like a like a life collaboration to me so Artistically, I mean, I'm always, uh, I'm always open to and interested by like what I can create with people or what, you know, how I can help other people in the community, like, you know, bring their visions to life. Um, and I, you know, I'm doing that with like styling for some events and photo shoots and stuff like that. But um, as it pertains to the jewelry, I feel like every every one that I do is a, is like a unique collaboration. Okay. That's a really cool way to think about that, honestly. Yeah. Um, have you experienced any struggles being a young woman in the fashion industry and then also, I guess, like the jewelry business as well? I don't think... Um, 
I haven't noticed any any blatant struggles mm-hmm. just in fashion mm-hmm. or in jewelry as it relates to like me being a female. Mm-hmm. However, my my style and my interests and the music that I listen to and like the stuff I like to watch on TV, like my whole life they've always skewed like male. Mm-hmm. You know, I love watching sports and talking about stats and I love hip hop and I love um, like menswear and streetwear and like all these things that are sneakers, like all these things that I genuinely like uh, that fill my soul are like gen. generally interests of males so I would say the the highlight there is that you know most of my peers and colleagues and people that I chat to on a daily basis um, are males and it is it's not a struggle it's just like something that I'm aware of that I have mostly guy friends and it's just harder for me to find um as many women to connect with because I can't talk about those things with a lot of women. So it's it's not that I don't have girlfriends. I definitely do, but I think they're like few and far between. And um, I just am looking at my high school ex boyfriend right now. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Holy have not seen him in years. <laughs> Did he see you? I don't think so. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can cut this part. No, no, no. That's okay. totally fine. I think it's it adds to it. But, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, like I said, I don't really see it as a struggle. I'm not claiming it's, like, so hard in that regard, but... It's just something that I'm aware of and I find myself having to like, having to sometimes and also wanting to just like explain that to people because to me, no, it's not weird that I'm like meeting up with my homie that's a dude for breakfast and then meeting up with a different homie for lunch and you know, like could go all day like only hanging out or like communicating with dudes and it's natural to me. Yeah. But some people are like, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not dating all of them. They're just my <laughs> friends. Yeah, yeah. I definitely can understand that. Um, I would say just in general, it's been harder for me. I have a very small, tight-knit circle mm-hmm. of people I kind of surround myself with. I think I've definitely seen a shift in that. And I've been more in tune um, with whose energy is around me mm-hmm. and who I'm kind of like letting into my circle Mm -hmm. um but it's like been expanding as well it's like expanding and growing um and yeah I definitely agree it's like easier to befriend male friends than female friends and I don't know why that is but yeah yeah, it's just a very interesting very interesting experience yeah Yeah. and it's just something to notice like it's not you know I try not to like judge it or make it mean anything it's not I I never want to label it as like good or bad um but it's just just something that I like to like notice and be aware of as part of like my experience and what makes me unique and why why am I 
attracted to like these people as friends and why are people attracted to me as friends and I just you know it's all it's all in the name of like self-awareness yeah exactly um would you say during this pandemic that it's hindered your work and your creative thought process or that it's kind of pushed you in terms of growth and being out of the comfort zone it's totally like pushed me and opened up like so many opportunities for me I didn't even start my brand until we were in the pandemic in 2020 so um I think being you know quote-unquote locked in the house and only really communicating most times with people over Instagram or Clubhouse or whatever um, has a allowed me to make so many more connections and and network with people that I would other never wise otherwise never uh, connect with or run into or meet. Um, and so you know, I'm always inspired, like, talking to other uh, creatives and other people in general. So if I'm talking to people that live, you know, in Europe or they're working in Paris or they live in New York, um, the, the substance of our conversation is, like, a source of inspiration for me, especially if they're in the creative world. And these are people that I would have other never-wise met. Uh, I just did that. <laughs> I flipped it again. I would have never otherwise met. <laughs> so that has, like, provided a lot of energy and inspiration for me. And then also, like, having a lot of social situations eliminated. You know, we're in the house going stir-crazy. I'm like, okay, what can I make with my hands? What can I just figure out how to do? So it's all been, like, very... Uh, conducive to someone who's like coming into their own when it comes to like designing and crafting and creating okay and reflecting in the past is there anything that you'd have done differently or told yourself uh with what you know now and the experiences you've had definitely (laughs) I think the biggest thing again is around social media and how to how to use it and how to to not use it and um, I just, I probably would have, um, just learned some of these lessons earlier in terms of just letting it be a tool and not, you know, not letting it be such like a personal experience and, um, and letting it really be my portfolio. I think I missed so many opportunities not posting things that I was working on because I was just like no one's gonna like this or like it's not the right time or it doesn't flow with the rest of my profile and I missed so many opportunities to just show people like this is what I'm interested in this is what I'm working on here's phase one of this project let me come back three months later and show you the ending phase and I I just like didn't document so many things that I worked on for like two years because I was just like I didn't see the value in it and I found myself actually in conversations and people are like what do you do and I'm like I have nothing to show for I could tell you all about it but like usually people are like oh here's my Instagram that's what I do I didn't have that yeah and I I was like embarrassed at myself like oh I haven't been posting anything because I'm shy or I'm embarrassed so that's my biggest 
I wouldn't call it a regret. It's just a learning um, experience. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to add that I feel like, like I said, you know, social media has definitely grown and become such a big tool and um, I guess outlet for some people. Um, and I feel like, especially now, uh, with the, all like the aesthetics, you know, people have themes on their uh, profile page. But I feel like with what you just said, that would kind of be breaking the barriers of that because mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to have, you know, a certain theme. You know, if you're kind of your tones are all pink or green or this phase or this other phase, you know, it's okay because you're posting your work and mm-hmm. it's like true to you. Yeah. And it's your page. Yeah. You know. And the other thing um, I've really resonated with lately is like, uh, not being attached to like the metrics of like how many likes or views because yeah it's at the end of the day like I want to share things when I feel like sharing them I don't want to wait to a certain time of the day or like make sure that there's a picture of my face so it gets more attention like I think that's all such bullshit so I really leaned into like I don't care what kind of attention this post gets I care about what my feed looks like because my feed is my profile and that's my that's like my part of my creative identity so I don't hashtag things I don't care how many followers I have I'm not you know I'll post something at two in the morning and I'll be like this is gonna get two likes and I'm like that's fine because at the end of the day it should be a part of my feed because that's my that's my portfolio yeah and another interesting point is I feel like there has been a shift now, at least among, like, the younger generations. Yeah. What is and where is your portfolio? And it's on social media now mm-hmm. rather than a usual, like, physical copy or even a website to an extent. All very still useful tools to have. Yeah. But I think it's definitely there's been a shift, especially for artists. You know, if you're a photographer, graphic designer, etc., fashion, it's, like, definitely portrayed mostly on your instagram feed and you're like you know your profile yeah um and you know like you said when you talk to people and they pull that up and it's like oh this is my portfolio or follow me here this is my portfolio yeah Yeah. don't follow me i don't care at least you at least i can have a concise way of like articulating to you what i do and what i'm about instead of like oh shoot let me go back to my photo album of something i never posted because whatever Um, Do you believe that having a strong support system, especially in the creative world, is important? I definitely do. I can only speak from my personal experience, but, you know, I didn't, like, start to lean into being a creative or, like, exercising my creativity until a couple years ago. So I have completely leaned on my peers and my old friends and new friends to hold up a mirror for me to help me like talk through um you know anytime I was feeling insecure about a project or learning a new skill or just learning about new tools or equipment um I've definitely leaned on those and like taken those conversations really seriously but I'd also like to add that people who might feel more like versed or comfortable in their um in their creative journey they don't need validation from anyone and you shouldn't seek to to um 
you know, wait for people's approval for anything. And not that like validation is synonymous with support system, but I just, I don't want that to be misconstrued of like, not everyone needs to sit down and vet their ideas with everyone. Like you should just create to the extent that you feel like comfortable and empowered. I just think for me, because my journey is so like green, um, I have relied a lot on on peers and new friends and colleagues to help me see things differently. Yeah, okay. And is there anything you'd like to see from yourself in the future? So much. <laughs> I'd like to... I'd like to just lean into uh, a, a more effortless ecosystem of, like, creating and sharing and creating and sharing and um I'm getting there I'm working on it I'm you know a lot of that is like a matter of managing my schedule and just saying yes to the right types of opportunities and distractions and also eliminating like unnecessary ones um but I am excited to like see how that propels me once I can a little bit more ease around that (laughs) okay that sounds good um lastly what advice do you have to offer for those who would like to explore their creativity or if they kind of like to dabble in various things and rather than have a main focus i love the dabbler uh mindset um i just encourage people to just like try a bunch of stuff i mean the only like downfall is that sometimes it does take like buying a lot of equipment for a lot of different like craft practices but you just learn so much about yourself being a beginner and trying something for the first time and learning how something works and then taking your learnings and trying it the next time and seeing how you improve or seeing how the results vary there's just so many important life lessons in that practice and I think um I just, you know, if I see a world and where everyone is, like, comfortable being a beginner and comfortable being a learner and a student, I think that'll just help eradicate so much, like, ego and nasty energy from the world if we're all comfortable, like, being being bad at things or just doing things that we're not already good at. Right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you being part of this interview. And, um... I'm looking forward to seeing you flourish in the future. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the hair tips. Of course. (laughs)